The shorter, fatter of the two stroked his unruly beard as he stood in the woman's way, looking her up and down like she was something for sale. Excuse me, she said. You're one fine-looking woman, miss. It's Mrs. Mrs. Kirby. Well, Mrs. Kirby, I think you should come over here and have a drink with us. No, thank you. The taller man laughed. But we insist. I do not abide alcohol. Well, maybe it is time to take up abiding. The husband, a bigger version of Billy, wearing the same hat, only his fit, stepped between the cowboys and his wife. He may have been bigger than Billy, but he was a head smaller than the taller cowboy and a good sixty pounds lighter than the other one. Unlike the cowboys, Mr. Kirby did not have a gun stuck in his belt. I'd appreciate it if you would leave my wife alone, he told them. They both laughed, the shorter one saying, We look like we care what you appreciate. Mr. Kirby took his wife by the arm and started to guide her around the two men. They both took a step to the side to stay in the couple's way. Holt looked to the bartender, who was standing there looking any direction but at the confrontation. You want to do something about this? Holt asked him. No, the bartender said. He looked at the two cowboys and then back at Holt and decided maybe he should try. Why don't you two come over here and have another shot of coffin varnish? Sure, the fat one said. Pour us three. The pretty lady is going to have a drink with us. The bartender was reaching for the bottle when he glanced at Holt. He decided to put the bottle back. Leave her alone, boys, the bartender began. Shut your trap, Smitty. This ain't none of your business, the tall man said. This is my saloon. Don't make this your business. The Kirbys tried to go around the cowboys again, and the fat man stepped in the way again. My wife is not having a drink with you. Yes, she is. And unless you want to lose some teeth, you and the boy are going to go back to your corner and watch. Let them go, Holt said without turning around. Stay out of it, saddle bum, the tall one said. Holt finished his whiskey before turning to face them. He pulled back his long coat to show the pair of colts hanging in leather holsters at his hips. I'm in it already. You boys just have to decide how involved you want me to be. I don't need your help, mister, Kirby said. This ain't about you anymore, Holt told him. The fat man looked at the guns at Holt's side. Even in the low light of the saloon, he could see the engraved smiling skulls carved in the wood around the handles of the Colt dragoons holstered at the hips of the man with the eye patch. Funny, I heard about a gunfighter with pistols like that. Had himself a reputation, the fat one said. Holt didn't say anything. Of course, you couldn't be him. They called him Handsome Henry. Apparently he was as good with the ladies as he was with a smoke wagon. You are one of the ugliest saddle bums I have ever seen. If being called ugly bothered Holt, he didn't show it. Kirby, his wife, and child moved around the two cowboys and went to their table. The cowboys let them go and kept their attention on Holt. You should learn to mind your own business, stranger, the fat one said, moving his hand closer to the six-shooter in his belt. Now, boys, the bartender began. You had your chance, Smitty, Holt interrupted without taking his one eye off the two cowboys. You don't know who you're messing with, stranger, the skinny man said. That makes three of us, Holt told them. Of course, I reckon things haven't gone too far yet. You could return to the other end of the bar and enjoy another drink or two, and I could turn around to do the same. 
They both seemed to be considering it, and for a long moment everyone thought they might do as Holt suggested. The big man took a step toward his bar stool, but stopped. What happened to your face? None of your business. I reckon it is on account of you being such a jackass. I'm kind of sorry your face is already so messed up. I would have liked to do it myself. You should sit down and have another drink, Holt told him. The fat man turned and took another half step toward his spot at the pine bar before saying, I don't take orders from the likes of you, as he spun around, drawing his shooting iron as he turned. Holt drew the gun on his left side, thumbed back the hammer, and sent a forty-four caliber lead ball through the fat man's right eye before the man could thumb back the hammer on his revolver. Holt drew the gun on his right as the tall man went for his pistol and put a slug in the man's chest. 